0: To uh, check in on one of our favourites, uh, travel we were talking about earlier about we don't hear much uh, with what's going on in the A League. Get there's a lot of info about the AFL and the NRL. I'm sure this guy's not going to be surprised to hear that, and that is uh, Simon Hill. Simon, always good to talk to you, buddy.
1: How are you guys? Feel right? Hey, Simon.
0: Yeah, we're still here, mate. We're still. How's it going with you? By the way, in <laughs> Sydney Town, uh, all good. No virus. Yeah, no
1: virus. Thankfully, but uh, yeah, just uh, you know, rather bored without football, and uh, (laughs) it's kind of chilly here as well because it's winter. So, normally this time of year, I'm heading back to the UK for summer, but uh, anyway, there we
0: go. Yeah, well, you're still stuck here with us for a while there, Simon. Hey, Travis and I were talking earlier, there's uh, a lot of info just about daily, really, about the uh, AFL and the uh, NRL, but for some unknown reason, we don't get a lot of information about what's going on (laughs) in the A League. Uh, Can you enlighten us, please? (laughs)
1: No. (laughs) Thanks for that. (laughs) I wish I could. Um, Are you surprised? (laughs) Well, a little bit. Um, Look, I sort of understand it in a way. I think, you know, we all know that uh, a lot of it hinges on what's happening with the TV deal. I can't give you any insight into what's going on with that because I don't know. Um, But really, if we're going to complete the season, uh, then I think a decision has to be made pretty soon. Because player contracts, as we all know, or a lot of them anyway, are up at the end of May, which is the end of this week, basically. So I think we've got to be getting pretty close. Um, You know, the lack of information... Well, I think in part that's because, you know, there's there's not that many journalists left to try and sniff them out. I mean, <laughs> you know, there, there's not many football media left. Wow. Let's be brutally honest about it. And, it's you know, it's a serious point. Uh, it, it's, it's a very sad indictment on the failure of the game over the last three, two or three years. And I reeled these names off um, on another radio show a couple of weeks ago. Over the last three or four years, we have lost, and the first two through no fault of our own, obviously Les Murray and Mike Cockrell, who passed away uh Seb hassett's moved on um uh, daniel garb has left fox sports carly adno has left fox sports Davutovich. and A camp is working for a different organization now not writing about football david Devutovich has left the herald sun matt winley left the herald sun um ray gatt has left the australian i mean yeah it's a pretty long list wow. and not a lot of people have been replaced um so... Why is you know, that, though,
0: <laughs> Simon? Why is that the case that so many... I mean, I know some of them have left on their own accord, but why is it that we're losing all these guys?
1: Well, as I said, it's, you know, the failure of the game to, to make progress. Um, if if there's, uh, you know, not enough interest in the game, then obviously, you know, when people sort of leave by, uh, you know, natural um, wastage or, the, you know, people are made redundant or... They move on to different jobs. Uh, not in the normal course of, of things, people would be replaced. But in our sports, that hasn't been the case, and I, I think there's a reason for that. And it's it's really a damning indictment on on the phone of the game over the last two or three years. And uh, you know, it's it's why our leaders uh, at this time, uh, at this particular point in time, must get things right. The game has to start moving in the right direction. And You know, we've had paralysis by by governance uh, war over the last three years, a failure to produce an overarching plan to take this game forward. And we're not just talking about the FFA here, talking about the clubs, member feds, everybody. You know, everybody's got to come together. We've said this goodness knows how many times and create a proper strategy to get this game moving forward. And at the moment, we're still waiting.
2: Simon, uh, we've seen recently Lucas Neal has come out of hibernation and is joining this Golden Generation group. About the, or the, what is that? The starting, the pa- 11? starting yeah, yeah, eleven. Yeah, starting eleven. So do, you, do you actually see that as having any meaningful impact, or is it just another group put together to try and uh, <laughs> pacify the people for Bells a, for and a whistles. little bit longer?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I understand your cynicism, Trav. Um, <laughs> Do you blame us? Look, I, th- I think on one level, it, it's it's good that the golden generation are using their profile and their celebrity, for want of a better word, to actually open discussions about the future of the game. I think that's a good thing. I, I think it's really good that they're starting this conversation or at least bringing it out into the open. Um, in terms of the starting level, and by the way, it's great to see Lucas Neal back involved with the game. However you know, small that level might be. Um, He's been away from the game for too long. In terms of the starting eleven, and, you know, the latest of these committees to be put together, well, yeah, great, fantastic. Um, You know, I have no doubt that a lot of these guys, through their experience, will have a lot to offer. But, again, without a strategic plan and, more importantly, the finances to put in place whatever it is, you know, that they decide or recommend... It's it's all just hot air, isn't it? Yeah. So, it, it's it's. I, I don't mean that to be dismissive of what the FFA have done. I think it's I think it's great they're bringing these guys back into the fold. But do they have any teeth? Do they have any actual finance to be able to put into place any programs they they might recommend or, or you know, new things? I, I don't know. Hmm. Um, it, it it all hinges upon you know, what it looks like for the game going forward post-COVID-19. And at the moment, we're, you know, we're in the dark. We're we're grasping around for answers. And really, it's incumbent upon the game's leaders to 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 provide them pretty soon.
2: That's exactly right, Simon. Now, we've seen that they the golden generation, are we talking about the promotion, relegation, the the development of youth in this country, which we, we all know, but it's it's great to have these ideas. But like you've said, if there's no money involved, then it's impossible to implement. My question is going to be regarding Voduka and Lucas Neal. Are we going to need the coach to, to maybe break up a couple of quarrels there because Voduka was pretty harsh on uh, Lucas uh, in a chat with Sports. Yeah, that was yeah. interesting. Thing. Oh,
1: come on, Trav. I mean, look, you know, and it's the same in any workplace, you know, you have certain colleagues that you like and get on with and maybe go for a beer with, and there's there's others that you don't necessarily get along with. Yeah, but you don't uh, tell the media. What,
2: that's why you've never had a well, beer with me true. then, Simon, is it? That... <laughs> ah, okay. That's well, how mean... it is. And that's why I was omitted from your YouTube music clip. Now it's yep. all starting to make sense. Simon smashes
1: you at every moment. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I, look, I think, it's, I think it's good that... Uh, you know, Diggs was honest. Um, I, I think we need more of it. Let, you know, let's hear some of those stories. Let's let's get things out in the open. It's, it's starting a conversation yeah. about football, and we don't have enough of those. You guys do a great job down there. Um, but in terms of the mainstream, we are, uh, let's be brutally honest about this, we're ignored to yeah. a large degree. Uh, and if, if the golden generation guys who do have that uh, You know, that that voice because of of their celebrity and they can get things out into the open. The fact that we're talking about it is, uh, I suppose, a success by degrees. Whether you, you know, agree with what he said or not, uh, at least the conversation is out there and we're starting to talk about the game.
0: Absolutely. Let's spice it up a bit. Just getting back to the the mainstream media, does football get much of a mention there in the Sydney papers or
1: zilch? No. No. Well, I wouldn't say... Zilch, But a tad. It, there, there's not a lot uh, at the moment. And, and to be fair, that's because there's, <laughs> there's not a whole lot to talk about at the moment. Um, but you can imagine, you can imagine, if this was in your city and this was the AFL, the situation that the game was in, this would be front page, back page, on the TV stations, on the radio networks. Yeah. Everybody will be saying what needs to be done. Everybody's opinion will be sought. Uh, everybody will be discussing it. Uh, we just operate in some sort of netherworld. Uh, you know, we're just left to our own devices at the moment. And as I you know, I repeat, the fact that we don't have an awful lot of football journalists left to actually drive this conversation is a damning indictment yeah. on what's gone on over the last few years. And you know, sometimes I wonder with football people whether they're happier with. Uh, uh that state of affairs, you know whether things can be done behind closed doors without too much scrutiny, but that's not healthy. That's not healthy for um, a vibrant football community uh, that those power should be held to account. and at the moment they're not being and that's wrong and I, look I'm not talking about James Johnson because he's he's new to the job. Uh, you know perhaps even uh, to a large degree not not the new FFA board because they've not been in place very long. But somebody somewhere has to be accountable for what's going on, um, which is very little at the moment. Maybe we'll get some answers over the next week or two. I don't know. But at some point, they've got to make a decision as to whether this season is going to be finished. And once that's dealt with, what happens next season? When does it start? How many clubs are we having? Are we implementing a Division 2? What's happening with the salary cap? What's happening with the W League? Etc., etc., etc. There's an awful lot of questions, and unfortunately, just a whole lot of tumbleweed in response <laughs>
0: at the moment. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was just going to finish off that. <coughs> on that, uh, two, a lot of questions, hardly any answers. Just before I let you go, uh, Simon, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you the last time uh, we actually spoke, and if I did, uh, forgive me, but Mark Schwarzer came out and said we really should have just one federation, not federation in mm. every state. What's your view on that?
1: well to a a large degree i agree with him um and that's not to say that we we just uh, you know disband the state federations lock stock and barrel i think at the moment the current process is is disjointed i'll I'll give you one example Uh, over the weekend football queensland came out and said we're conducting a consultation process have your say as to what football looks like post 2020 and i thought well actually on one level that's really good I'm, i'm not Criticising the consultation process But if football Queensland are doing that And I know football Victoria did the same About 18 months ago And football in Canberra And Perth and Adelaide did, you know Doing exactly the same thing We're going to end up with nine different plans and, yeah. and what good does that do the game We need one central plan I think there's a lot of duplication I, I think there's a, a, a governance structure that doesn't Particularly work I think it needs a, a big review Now Personally, I would I would say we need state advisory boards with professional management in each state. But really, the current structure has passed its sell by date. Um, and again, you know, there's a lot of people who work in the state federations. I'm not saying all of them. I think a lot of them do a lot of good work. But uh, you know, who are they? And and basically, they're the people who decide the future of the game. They hold 58 of the vote in the Congress. So this has got to change. Um, We had a governance review, I know, 18 months ago, but my opinion, it didn't go far enough. I think it needs a total review and we need a new structure. We need one voice. Speaking for the game.
0: Yeah, good on you, Simon. That's why we love you, mate. It makes a lot of sense. And let's hope. I mean, I don't know how many years we've been talking about this, but it seems like it's uh, an ongoing uh, thing, isn't it? Every year we talk about the same thing, which is <laughs> not always great. Do
1: it ten years time, Dom. Yeah, I know we do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hey, Simon, always good to talk to you, buddy. Thanks for your time, and enjoy yourself uh, tonight, mate. Have a good one. Pleasure, guys. Have yeah, a good one.